You're listening to the Secrets of Successful Business podcast, your go-to source for business tips, tricks, and proven strategies that will help you create a streamlined and profitable business. We chat to the best minds in business about their journey. It is so worth it and it can take time, but it's highly beneficial. How they started. It's going to be really hard. There'll be moments where you regret all of it, but there are such high moments as well and just constantly persevere. What they learned along the way. Quickly discovering what your boundaries are and putting them in place and sticking to them. And of course, we'll ask them for their secret sauce for creating a successful business. I would say to anyone who wants to start a business, have a purpose. Join us as we take a sneak peek behind the curtain, talk solutions for those business pain points, working smarter, not harder, mindset and the challenges of fitting it all in with the demands of today's busy lifestyle. If you're a business owner, side hustler or just starting your business journey, this podcast is for you. Now, here's your host, business coach and content creator, Justine McLean from Flossy Creative. Hello, and thanks for joining me on the podcast today. In case we haven't met, I'm Justine, a small business owner on a mission to uncover and share the secrets of creating and running a profitable, sustainable, and successful business. I've been in business for over 20 years now, and I get to use all that I've learned along the way to help other women in business reduce the overwhelm, gain visibility around their numbers, charge what they're worth, and make more money. It's about designing a life you love that fits into your definition of success. So if I can help you create the profitable business you deserve, please reach out. Now, without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. I thought I'd jump in today and record a super quick episode because I'm not sure if it's the season or if it's the new year, but I've had so many people reach out to me about either starting a small business or a side hustle. And so there are a few questions you need to ask yourself, particularly before you quit your day job and jump into a business full time. But Also, if you're planning on starting a side hustle. And so I thought I would put those out there today and uh, give you a bit of insight about what to do if you're thinking of starting your own business. So first things first, let's assume that you've got a really strong business idea and you've defined that unique selling point, the thing that makes you different from somebody else. Because let's face it, not all business ideas are 100% unique. Most, in fact, are not. But the thing that makes them unique is your take on it, the way you are going to sell that, provide that product, provide that service. And that's what keeps the economy and the world going round. But hopefully by now you have taken that idea, you've fleshed it out, you've done a bit of work in terms of chatting to people that you know and finding out whether or not other people would buy your thing. And so let's assume that you've done that and then let's get into a few questions and I've got 14 of them here that I want to put to you today. So the first thing, of course, is what are you selling? And when you think about what you're selling, how is it going to help your customers? Because let's face it, when you're in business and you're working with other people, it's actually about what's in it for them, not what's in it for you. Now, you might be motivated to start a business because you want more time on your hands. You want to be home with your kids more. Maybe you just don't want to work for somebody anymore. And 
that's fantastic. That's great. So many entrepreneurs make that decision to leap into their own business for a self-motivated reason. But at the end of the day, the difference between success and failure of that business is what are you providing to your customers? What is it that you are going to do for them or for their friends or their family that's going to make their life better, make their life easier, provide a transformation? You know, maybe it's just having a product that puts something that's really beautiful into their house and into a space. But what is it that you're doing that is going to get people who might not be interested in your service over the line. And so then the second thing is when you think about that product or service, what's the value of it? So what's that transformational value? If Sure, if it's that beautiful thing that goes into your house, then there probably is no value. It's priceless. It's in the eye of the beholder. But let's say you're offering a VA service or you're a graphic designer, or maybe you're an interior designer. What's the value of what you're offering? I mean, none of us like wasting money and your customer is going to feel exactly the same way. So whatever it is that you're offering, it needs to provide them with great value. And that's not just from a monetary point of view. It could be from a time point of view. It could be that you are solving a problem for them that they just don't know how to solve. And it could be that, I don't know, you sell the most fabulous belt that is going to make their outfit complete. So, but whatever it is, you need to know what the value is and you also need to be able to express that value, share that value with your prospective customer because that's the only way they're going to come into the business and spend their money. So think about the value that you're providing and now do some market research. Don't just call upon family and friends because of course they're more likely to tell you whatever it is you want to hear. I'm talking about market research in Facebook groups, even out on the street. Before I opened my very first retail store, I actually went out into the street and spoke to people about what it was that they wanted if they could create their perfect toy shop because that's what I was opening. So question four to ask yourself, I want to talk about the numbers. How many people do you think are going to buy your service or your product? How many people are going to be interested in that service? Who is the target market for that service? Your your consumer. And when you think about those people, how many of them honestly are going to be inclined to come over and buy that thing that you're offering? And when we're talking about numbers, you then have to think about what are you going to sell it for? Is your revenue model realistic? Is your pricing realistic? Have you looked at your competitors? What's the point of difference? And so that's you know a few quick fire questions in a row, but if you look into the numbers, you're soon going to learn whether or not there will be a return in the investment of setting up your business. Because at the end of the day, if you don't want to just have a hobby, that's what you need to do. You need to make sure that you're actually getting a return on your investment, no matter what it is, whether it's a product or a service. So number four, let's talk numbers, but then let's say number five, What's your revenue model? Is it realistic? And then the next one is to look at your competitors. How much are they charging? And what is your point of difference? And while we're talking about numbers and we're talking about revenue, you know, the next question I suppose is to put yourself in the shoes of the consumer, put your money story aside if you are carrying one and ask yourself, how much would my customer pay for the thing that I am selling? 
what would they be prepared to part with because it's going to save them X amount of time or it's going to save them X amount of money. So think about all of that, those things when you're thinking about the numbers. Then, you know, ask yourself, am I planning on earning a living from my business? When I think about all of those costs, all of the things that go into producing the product or buying the product wholesale and then selling at retail or providing the service that I want to provide, what are all of the costs that go into that? So sit down and write yourself a draft budget. What is it that you need to spend to get your business set up? How much is it going to cost you? And how many of the thing are you going to have to sell to not only cover those costs, but if you choose to earn your living solely from your business, to pay yourself a wage, to pay yourself super, to put enough money aside for taxes, and to have that little bit of profit up your sleeve or some rainy day savings. So really important to sit down and deep dive into those numbers. Then the next question to ask yourself, I think we're up to number nine now, where are you going to sell your product or your service? Is it going to be a bricks and mortar store? Is it just going to be online? Maybe it's going to just be something you sell on social media. So where are you going to sell? And how are you going to sell? So that those two questions are sort of closely connected because the how you're going to sell, I mean, it's easy. You might think to yourself, okay, I'm just going to set up a website. I'm going to sell that way. And it all sounds really simple. And so many people I know who go into business come to me and say, hey, I've got this kick-ass website. I've got all the socials set up. Everything looks beautiful, but I'm hearing crickets. I've got no customers. What has gone wrong? And that's where I say, what does your advertising and marketing plan look like? And these days, you don't just have to have a digital marketing plan. You have to have an overarching advertising and marketing plan. So many people get stuck in this world of, oh, well, if I just set up my socials, it's great. I'll be able to sell on Instagram. But no, maybe that's not where your customers are hanging out. So I suppose that goes back to the earlier question of who is it that you're selling to? Who's that ideal client? And then where are they hanging out? Because it's one thing to say, to, to decide on the platform form that you're going to sell on, whether it's bricks and mortar, whether it's online, but it's a completely different beast to come up with that marketing and advertising plan for your product. So do you have one? How are you planning on making the sale? And most importantly, how much is it going to cost you? So that feeds back into one of those earlier questions. So next one, number 11 is how big do you want your business to be? Now, a lot of people never think about this from the get-go. And I don't blame you, particularly if you're thinking, well, I'm just going to start this as a one-person operation and see what happens. And that makes a lot of sense. But I always think before you actually kick off your business, that it's worth asking yourself how big you want the business to be or how big it could be. Uh, for a lot of people, they're happy to you know, to see how big it could be. But for many of us, particularly those who don't sort of compare themselves to other business owners, we want to achieve our own sort of little definition of success. So we might have a very particular idea in mind of how 
big we want our business to be because maybe we don't want to worry about staff. We might just want to run it as a one-person operation. So think about that from the beginning because particularly if you think that you might scale at some point, that is going to determine how you're going to need to set your business up and what tools you put in place at the very beginning to set up your business. And I'd always encourage people to do things in the same way with they're going to be a one-person show or a really massive operation. And that's to have lots of great systems and processes and back end things in place so that everything works really well. But it's definitely worth thinking about at the beginning. The other question is, are you going to need finance to get started? Because sometimes starting a business, and of course that depends on what it is you're selling, means that you need some sort of capital. So are you going to need investors to get your business off the ground or are you going to bankroll the business yourself? Maybe what you're planning on doing is just bootstrapping. So using the money you have to get started and then as you make money to kind of reinvest it in the business and keep going. So yeah, do you need finance to get it kicked off? And if you do, where are you going to get that from? Then question number 13, have you thought about how long it might take you to get your business off the ground? Particularly if you are going to dive in with both feet and leave your full-time paying job to start your own business, it's really worth thinking about how long it might take you to get your business off the ground and to have savings in place so that you can continue to live while you're actually getting from point A to point B. So If you've got those savings set aside, and I would say to have at least three to six months because it's always going to take longer than you think, then sure, you're good to go. But if that's too much of a risk for you or you're thinking that you you need to really put your head down and get some more savings, then you might want to start it as a side hustle. You might want to, you know, sure, that's going to be a lot more work. But starting as a side hustle is certainly something to think about because it means that you can get your business going, you can test it, you're still got that full-time salary to draw on. So if something goes wrong, you have the luxury of either pulling the pin or just giving your business that tiny bit longer to get off the ground and to get selling. Because in my experience, it takes way more time than you think. And then my last question to ask is, what sort of business person are you? Are you the sort of person who is happy to be in the trenches doing all the things? Because when you start a business, there are lots of things that need to be done and somebody has to do them. Or are you only about the ideas. So are you the ideas person who has been used to having somebody else do all the stuff? Because if you're the latter, if you're the ideas person who's has always had someone else to do all the stuff, all that dirty work, then you might want to stop right now and not do anything more in terms of starting your business. Because in my opinion, life in the trenches when you have your own business is what it's all about. It's long hours, it's working way more than you think you're going to. And it's it's learning about a whole lot of stuff that you never in your right mind thought that you would need to learn about. So that one is really worth thinking about because the idea of a business sounds really good, really cool. But when you get into it, it's a whole different ball game. So really have a think about the sort of business person you are and whether or not you're going to be happy to be doing the long hours in the trenches and maybe have something that's going to take a little while to achieve success. 
And so that brings me to the end of the 14 questions that you need to ask yourself before you start your business or your side hustle, because those questions, even if they make you a little nervous about a couple of things, will pretty quickly tell you whether you're passionate enough about your idea to move forward and become a business owner, or whether you really need to kind of take a step back and rethink this whole idea that you had about going into business. And if you're at the end of all of that and you think to yourself, hell yes, I want to start a business, the next step is to sit down and put together a business plan and to work out exactly what it is you're going to do and when you're going to get it done and then break that down into smaller tasks and get going. I will put together another podcast about exactly how to start a business soon. But until next time, take care and keep living your definition of success. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Secrets of Successful Business podcast. For more information on all things business, head to flossy.com.au and make sure you hit subscribe on the show so you don't miss another new episode. If you're enjoying the show, please give it a quick rating or review, share it on your socials or with friends who might enjoy it. Catch you next time.